Blog Talk Radio. Everybody listening to Radio.com, another fine edition of our show. Tonight's guest is Kenny Emerson. Kenny, of course, does Hawaiian music and has recorded with Mr. Rundgren, which I will not talk about because I'm going to save that for Cruiser Mouse. She will be interviewing Kenny today. I will be stepping out for a little while for previous business engagement, and then we'll be back, hopefully, to speak with him as well because I would love to chat with him because he, of course, was at Todd Stock, if you don't remember or you weren't there. So that's always fun to talk about, and, of course, He's got plenty of cool stuff to talk about, and we will definitely, I think, Cruiser Mail, you can tell me or not, don't you think a few people will be surprised about some of the information on the songs that we will be playing tonight? I I think so, because uh, Kenny has played with several, several people, and it's not just Hawaiian music either. Mm-hmm. Well, I was talking about some of his Hawaiian music. I think it will surprise some people, and you need to quit looking at the chat room and listen to what I'm saying so you can answer my questions faster, okay? Oh, I'm growing so tired of that. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about some other stuff before I head out, and then Mr. Kenny will be in the show with us or on the show with us, so we'll have fun with him like with all our guests. Okay. All right, so what do we got going on with Mr. Rundgren? Is he touring Cruiser Mail? Yes, sir, he is. Yep, and are you going to any of the shows? Well, not any of the ones in Europe. That's where he's <laughs> just getting ready to head to, and uh, yeah. but we expect to get some reports from from people. So yeah. feel free to email your responses or call in. That'd be great. Yeah, we need to get some folks. I think I did find somebody from Paris that's going to help us out. That shows on the 20th of November. But he starts out in Manchester, UK on the 6th of November. Finishes out in London on the 23rd. He's going to be all in between there in Sweden, Finland, Denmark, Italy, Germany, all kind of places, France, like we mentioned. So good tour for the folks overseas, our friends in Europe, which uh, we do have several of those that listen to the show. We appreciate them. And, of course, Laura from the U.K., R-A-I, does the MySpace page for us, which is cool and nice of her. And then ties back in the good old USA at the Birchmere on December 17th. And lots of touring over there in the New York, Connecticut Maryland area after that, so that's cool. And, of course, that Maryland show, Cruiser Mail will be there. I'm trying to be there, probably will, as well as some of our other friends that we know. And then I'm going to try to make New York. My wife likes New York in the wintertime and is very happy if we go, but got to get those plane flights down, so hopefully that will happen. And I know one thing I want to tell everybody because we're looking at the calendar here. Next week is the 4th. The Tuesday night is. That is election night. So we know you're going to be glued to the TV, most likely, at least United States citizens, and maybe the world as well. So I don't know that we're going to do a show. Uh, We will let you know through the usual channels like the blog and TRC and all those places if we do a show. Since we're probably not going to do a show November the 4th, it sounded like, why don't we count the Halloween show as that show, unless we decide to do one We'll just have the show on the 31st. We are going to replay EJ's from Hot Toddies, Toddcast from TR Connection, called Trick or Treat. And it is a hilarious 47-minute clip of all kind of stuff. Crazy Mel, you know, how would you describe something like that? 
Yeah, she well, she she's got some kind of little haunted house thing going and has visitors, Vincent Price and some other surprises. So it's kind of fun, and, and there's some Todd stuff in there. It's there good. you go. I don't Todd know, music. A Halloween special. A little lockjaw action. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that'll be at 8.30 Eastern on Halloween, which is Friday night. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. So we'll have about 10 minutes or so of myself and the cruiser mail. Might have announcements by then. Yeah, we'll talk about a few things, and then we will fire up EJ's Toddcast for your enjoyment while you have trick-or-treaters come over or not. Everybody wear your costume. Yeah, don't forget. And don't uh-huh. get too scared. It's a scary replay. Yeah. And we tried to do one on Sunday the 2nd, but we're going to have to wait till December. But I have a big announcement, Cruiser Mail. What? We are going to have the third XTC band member in Runger Radio's history on our show sometime in December. That, of course, is Colin Molding, who is very difficult to, to get and has not talked much. He's kind of been the disappearing man. We have got him. He's going to be on the show. And, of course, we'll take calls, as always. And the XTC fans show out in droves. And, of course, Todd fans that love Skylarking will be there as well. That's going to be a great show. We'll let you know as soon as we have it scheduled. Otherwise, just be looking for us on Tuesday nights. And hopefully we'll have some on the 4th, but I can't guarantee it. Nice catch there. You did good. How about that? Yeah. So what are we going to do after the fourth? We got the Culp, Rachel Culp, and Dan, uh, Danny, O'Connor. Culp and Danny O'Connor. So we're going to have those folks on. So that would be the eleventh. The eleventh. All right. What else we got? The eighteenth. I yeah. don't know. Do we have something? Of course we do. What? Well, tell us. <laughs> They're killing us. That is when we're going to have Jill Sobule on. We hope. She is supposed to be on with us, but, you know, that's kind of tentative, but that's the date we are shooting for. And then, one that's not on the books yet, we're going to have Randy the Roadie. All right. Who most of you might remember from the Chasm YouTube videos. Oh, he's going to have some good stuff. Oh, he's going to have some great stories. And he was on the, or will be, on the European tour with Todd and the December shows, I have found out. So... We'll be getting the full scoop from him about the European shows. Oh, my gosh. If we can just stop laughing long enough, he's a stitch. Oh, he's funny. He is funny. And he's going to tell us some stories, but so is Danny O'Connor. He's promised us some stories as well. So that's going to be a fun show. we got good stuff lined up. You do not want to miss the shows every Tuesday night, 8.30 Eastern time, with the exception maybe next week. We'll see. And then, of course, the XTC show will probably be on a Sunday at a 2 o'clock Eastern time like we've done before because they're on such a different time frame over in the U.K. That's yeah. a big score for Runner Radio. Would you agree? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think we'd be able to pull that one off, but it looks like we're going to. So kudos to us <laughs> and the people that have helped us yeah. too, which yeah. we'll talk about that during the show. We'll definitely give thanks to the folks that helped us get Colin Molding. So that'll be fun. We've had a lot of requests for him. And then we're chasing other people, as always. <laughs> we're always chasing. <laughs> So yeah. yeah. Hey, well, at least we've we've still still got a huge uh, huge amount of uh, talent to scope out. Yeah. I mean, we could do this show for years. Absolutely. What's going on on the chasm front? Well, I've been asked to uh, make a little announcement. Mm. 
Carrie with Groupie Gear. Mm. Did uh, she pay us? Pardon me? Did she pay? I'm not telling. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you know, Groupie Gear and Run Grin Radio had a very special evening, acoustic evening with Chasm in Atlanta earlier this year. And the DVD is is in the works. It's almost done. People, it's going to be great. But she has requested that if you have any after-show photographs that you took there in the lobby of the theater that might be fun to possibly have on the DVD, please send those in high resolution. If you have to send them one by one, that's fine. Send them to K-A-S-I-M-A-T-L at yahoo.com. Basically, it's Chasm Atlanta at Yahoo. ChasmATL.com or at what.com? Yahoo.com. Yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. High-resolution photos from the Atlanta show with Chasm. Alec Razor, of course, was the opening act. And uh, that'll be good. Jesse and Doug Kennedy played with him. Fun night. Good stuff. Right. And I know lots of people had cameras in the lobby that night. So if you think you got something good that's fun or funny... <laughs> Do send it to Carrie, and you might end up with your photos in the DVD. Who knows? There you go. I've got some I'll have to send her for sure. Yeah. And Carrie, that ad's free on the house. So if you took, Cruiser Mail took money from you, you make her give it back. Hey. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. See how you roll. I also want to tell you, okay, all right. She's having a big apparel sale at the chasmstore.com. Chasmstore.com. All right, that one costs money. Yeah. 50 okay. cents. So I can it. keep it. There Good. You go. mm-hmm. uh, anyway, they're selling all the shirts and uh, sweatshirts and hoodies, and, and they've been marked down to clear out, I guess, for some new inventory. Yeah, a little clearance sale. Get stuff for a good deal. Yeah, yeah. It, get your Chasm at ChasmStore.com. There you go. And then, if she can sell that, she'll probably come out with something new and refreshing for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. The DVD, for sure, will be out before the holidays in December, so. Yep. That's going to be a good DVD. I think so. I've seen a little bit, and it looks and sounds great. Yes, ma'am. Sounds really good, and it looks really good, and... Ladies, Chasm has a suit on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you in the chat room again? Doug, we need to go through this one more time. When you me? when you answer slow, and I'll say something about Chasm, something's not right. <laughs> you got me. Busted. All right. We got to announce the winner, of course, of the Battle of the Tides. Uh huh. And then. You know, we've got our contestants picked out for next month. They've been notified, waiting on their songs. We'll discuss that in November. But our first winner ever in the Battle of the Tots, which is the October winner, none other. Come roll, please. Hi, everybody. This is Todd Rundgren, and you're listening to RundgrenRadio.com. Something happened just the other night I had a vision in the middle of a day
Dustin29 with the Utopia song Another Life from the CD Another Life. Beat out Veggie Girl in a tight race. She had courage from Marina. Of course, our other friends, Roger and Darnell, were in on this. Roger had living and Darnell had panic. But ultimately, Dustin29. Congratulations, Dustin29. And congratulations to the song. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll have uh, a nice prize for Dustin29. He's already got some running radio t-shirts, so i got to come up with something a little more clever than that. <laughs> so I'll send him a few. Um, he let Todd borrow one of his for the interview we did at Todd Stop. Yep, that's right. So I owed him big time. Because Todd ruined that shirt. Got mud all over it later on that evening. <laughs> don't know how. Don't need to know how. No. Just know that it happened. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Leave it at that. So where can people vote when we do the Battle of the Tods, and where can they see the results and all that good stuff? Well, the the go-to place to find out everything Rundgren Radio and to be able to vote for the Battle of the Tods is at rundgrenradio.blogspot.com. You do not need to put the www in front of it. And the, the, pool, the poll is up in the upper right-hand corner. And you do got to put the HTTP though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Colon, no. Forward no slash w- forward w- slash. W- yes. And there will not be a vote, of course, this week because we're going to let Patrick celebrate for a week, and then November we'll start up new, mm-hmm. and we'll have four new songs, and we'll let you know what they are, and we'll play them for you, and have fun with that. You want to tell us who the contestants are? Or are you just going to let Patrick just bask in? Oh, uh, we're going to let him bask. <laughs> oh no! Gets, October is his. For the rest of the month, a whole three days. Okay. And then the first week of November. Maybe two weeks, because we may not have a November 4th show. So we may have to eliminate two contestants in one week. Okay. We'll just have to see. We'll chase people, see what we can find out. Oh, another thing I forgot to say about future guests. I have an agreement from one of our favorites on the show and one of the greatest people I know in the Todd world. Michelle Rungren has agreed to be on a show in December, and she will be on the webcam. Oh, super, because I know people are getting tired of looking at us. <laughs> you got that right. So that will be cool. That may be our first guest ever on the webcam. We want to try to do that more often, but that's the one that I do have an agreement with so far. And she will be, of course, pretty to look at, and it will be fun. Right. All right, how cool is that? Very good. All right, so I've only got one more thing, and i got to get out of here. Okay. But it's a big thing, a big, big, big announcement. Okay. Some people know, some people don't. Okay. And I'm going to be very vague, but I'm going to tell you so you can make plans. Rungry Radio will be hosting its second Todd gig. We had the birthday bash, Labor Day weekend. Now we're going to have a New Year's Eve bash. No birthday this time, just a New Year's Eve excuse for a party. Todd Rundgren live, New Year's Eve, in the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. This is legit. This is happening. It's a done deal. Limited seating. It's a small venue. I got good news, Cruiser Mail. I don't know if I've told you this tonight or yet, but Darnell has this friend Gina that lives there that said this venue is the place to be for something like this. It's going to be really cool. She called it the most artsy place in Philadelphia, said it was elegant and a perfect choice. 
So it'll be less than 300 people, a little bit more than Vegas this time. If we, if you know, of course, people want the spots. The show will start late, you know, like probably 10:30, because we will have the band, full band, Chasm, everybody, Rachel, Jesse, Prairie. They'll play past midnight. We'll take a break at midnight and do whatever Todd's in the mood for doing. Definitely, we'll have a champagne toast at midnight. Everybody that attends is going to get a custom imprinted champagne glass. Nice. Yes. That will say something about the event. You can take it home with you, and you will have a glass of champagne if you choose. Compliments of Rundgren Radio. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so glad we can come out in the open with talking about this. Isn't it cool? I mean, it's about time we had a New Year's Eve gig, you know? It's about time? Yeah. Todd hasn't done one in a few years. Yeah. So, you know, we'll just make it happen. I have to admit, I've never, I haven't ever seen Todd on New Year's Eve. Nor have I. That's, we're making things happen, you know, that we didn't get to do. I'm, I'm, next thing I want to do is try to get him to do a recording session. <laughs> I didn't get to see Second Winter Near the Human, so I want this Robert Johnson thing to be at a studio somewhere. Right, But right. anyway, that's a whole other subject. So the, uh, the deal is that this will be, Somewhat, I'm hoping, semi-private. What I mean by that is, obviously, we're talking about it on this radio show, but we're going to spread the news through Runger Radio and through the typical websites, you know, that we like um, that are Todd-related, TR Connection, Hot Toddies, etc. And we're hoping to sell out doing that and not having to go out and, you know, promote it to um, the general. general public that, you know, isn't hardcore enough to be at one of these places, or through word of mouth, you know, through their friends, because not everybody's on the Internet. But, you know, if you're listening to this show or you're on these websites or you've been with us to Vegas or anything, feel free to tell your friends. And let's sell out that way so that we don't have to go, you know, out and promote it in in Philadelphia. Not that we don't want Philadelphia people. Obviously, we do. But it'd be cool to kind of have, uh, you know, people that kind of know each other. and uh, And it'd be nice to have new people as well. But, you know, people that know what they're getting into when they come to this event, I think that makes Todd more comfortable, too, I'm going to guess, because when you show up, you know you're going to hear Arena. You know what the set list is going to be, and maybe we get lucky and have another surprise like we did in Vegas. But these things are a little bit different than regular gigs, I can assure you, and especially since it's New Year's Eve. Uh, it will be priced a little bit higher because it's New Year's Eve and because it's a small venue. won't be as high as Vegas. Uh, we'll have information out soon. And if you want to see it, eventually I'm going to have it on a website you will be forwarded to. But all you have to do is go to www.trnye.info. N-Y-E of course, stands for New Year's Eve. So trnye.info, not .com or .org. trnye.info, and we'll have all the information there eventually, maybe tomorrow, maybe a couple days. But we're just trying to fine-tune everything. But I can tell you that this is a done deal. This is happening. No ifs, ands, or buts. We're just trying to work out some other little goodies that we may be able to present as options for fans so that we can make this even more unique and more fun for hardcore Todd Rundgren fans. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't do things half-assed. That's correct. We do it full-assed. <laughs> <laughs> so this will be a full-ass concert. That's right. With other full-ass benefits, probably. <laughs> So, yeah, you don't want to miss it. We're going to have, I don't think Cruiser Man wants me to give away all the goodies, but i got to tell you some of the stuff because you're going to see it anyway. We're going to have two different things you can purchase 
prior to going to this event if you want. Of course, you're going to get the custom imprint champagne glass, which is going to be cool. And we're going to do an event T-shirt, a T-shirt just for this gig. So you will have a New Year's Eve Tide T-shirt if you want, long sleeve sweatshirt or short sleeve. And if all goes as planned, Prairie Prince will be designing the artwork on it. Love if not, we will still have a cool shirt that we will come up with on our own. And you know we can come up with something cool, right? I'm hoping for Prairie, though. I agree. I hope that's the case. It's all dependent on time and, you know, he's traveling and all that good stuff. But he has agreed to do it if he can. He seemed a little excited about it, so I think it'll happen. I don't know. I told him no preconceived notions. Do whatever you want. And I just gave him the basic rundown of what's going on. So he'll come up with something cool, hopefully. Either way, there will be a T-shirt opportunity for you. I know people love those. And if you don't want it, you ain't got to buy it. Right. What else we're going to have Cruise Mouse? Should we talk about it? You're going to talk about it anyway, so for it. <laughs> Are you saying I'm going to do what I want no matter what? Yeah, I can kick your ass later. <laughs> you live far away from me, young lady. I got people. Yeah, you do have, yeah. I'm sure you do. All right, well, anyway, we'll have some surprises. We'll save some stuff, not for the general public. How about that? Or for running radio listeners or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Fair enough? Okay. You'll be in charge of this. Right, I'll tell so, you, it's, uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a really extraordinary time, people. I think you're really going to enjoy it. That's right, peeps. All right. So the other thing, and then I'm going to run the last item. I'm going to pimp. That will be. It won't be custom made for this event, but this will be the first time we sell them, and maybe the last. Depends on how it goes over. And if Michelle and Todd want to take over and start selling these. That's their business. I'll be more than happy to assist. And they can take it over, but we're going to make them for this gig, for pre-orders for people going. It is going to be the first ever Todd Teeny Martini Shaker. It's going to be great. There you go. All right, it's going to be stainless steel, which is what a good martini shaker should be. Makes it nice and cold. Silver, yeah. And it'll be three-piece. It'll have the top, it'll have the base, and it'll have the the, um, strainer. Mm -hmm. And... It will have a front and back imprint on it in black. One side will be Todd's face, a cartoon version from the comic book cover. So that is going to look really good. I've already seen the proof. It looks really nice. You can't put a real face picture on there because it's, you know, one color. But this is going to look really good. They did a fine job with making it work. So it's a cool picture. It's a great um, art rendition of Todd, if you haven't seen it. It's really cool. You can see it on our MySpace page at myspace.com uh, forward slash Rungan Radio. If you go into the pics and look at the comic book, you'll see what I'm talking about. It won't have the circle around it and say Todd's like, it'll just be the face. All right, and then on the other side, it will have Todd's martini recipe so that you will know how to make your very own, and you can use the Todd Tini shaker to do that. Awesome. Well, I'm I'm looking at my own little plain martini shaker over there Boring. in the cupboard, and it's yeah, it's going in the garage sale soon. Gotta, Gotta make go. way for the Todd Teeny shaker. Oh yeah, I do like some martinis. I won't mention what kind because Todd would make fun of me, and other people might as well because he believes just going straight up with the vodka. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I like a little flavor. Me and EJ. EJ tried to get a cosmopolitan at Todd Teeny at Todd Stock and uh that didn't work. <laughs> so I'm with you, EJ. Not Cosmo, but I do like flavored martini. So anyway, his recipe includes straight up vodka and ice 
uh, Kettle One Vodka. You'll know it all once you see the martini shaker, so no worries there. Full details, how to make a tartini. Okay. So that's it. That's what I got for you. Real good. Yeah. So you and Mr. Emerson have a fun time. Hopefully I'll be able to catch you on the second hour, and I'm sure it'll be a fun show and some fun music. And everybody, will let you know if we're going to have a show next week. If not, we'll see you on the 11th with Rachel Culp and Danny O'Connor, and that will be a fun show. Danny has promised some tour stories, and they're a lot of fun. So good stuff. Okay. Well, go have a good meeting and, you know, go on with your bad self. Let me start the interview, okay? All right. Peace out. It's Mel, and I've got a very special guest with me tonight. I've got Ken Emerson on the phone. Are you there, Ken? Yes, indeed. Oh, good, good. How are you doing well, there, Teresa Mel? <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you. <clears throat> are you in California right now? Yes, I am. I'm sitting on the deck here watching a beautiful sunset, and right where the wine country starts here. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we've got some... Some good questions, I hope, tonight coming in from the callers. By the way, callers, the the number, if you want to ask any questions tonight, the number is 646-716-9262. And uh, it's it's not called Stump Ken Night, (laughs) but maybe uh, if there's something that I miss out on, you can call in and, and ask him all about it. There you go. Okay, so Ken, I was looking on your website, kenemerson.com, mm-hmm. as well as your MySpace 
which is myspace.com slash Ken Emerson Guitarist. And I just I need to ask you, um, I saw that Michelle Rundgren is in your band right now. Well, you know, we're we're doing projects together, and we got a few things that we're going to be working on coming up. And yeah, she uh, she's done a few things for me, and along with Todd, and we've had some fun doing some recording. How did you guys ever? How did you meet the Rundgrens in the first place? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, I met Todd at a knitting class at the Church of the Pacific. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> 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 That's how rumors started. Uh, I was playing at Hanley Bay Resort, and um, he had just started that uh, with a Twist album. And uh, came up to me uh, after his set and introduced himself, and we talked about music and kind of hit it off. And um, and it turns out that he had moved like uh, right adjacent to a studio that I was working in there, thanks to our friend Char and Mike Dyer. And um, it turned out that Todd had, you know, the kids were still young, so he needed a place to, to work. And, I, you know, he was working out of his house. So uh, I offered the studio up to him, and that's how we started, started hanging out and doing some music. And I had a band at that time called the Blue Shadows, sort of a <clears throat> rocking out blues band, playing at a little place called Amelia's there in the North Shore. And Todd would come by occasionally and jam with the band, and uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun back then. Really? So it's he around ninety-five, I guess. So he doesn't necessarily keep himself to his, for better, lack of better words, his his property there where Todd Stock took place. <laughs> no, no. At that time, they were living in Princeville. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I didn't I didn't realize that he actually made himself available to people like that. That's that's really fun. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've uh, really, it's just been a gas to do a few things with them, you know. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, now you sort of split your time between San Francisco and Kauai, correct? Yes. And I play uh, probably half the year. I play in Europe most most spring through all the way through summer. Mm hmm. I do a lot of festival work and things. So I've been playing with a really unique guitarist named Freddie Roulette. Some people out there might recognize that name, but he's a uh, he is a Chicago-based blues. I guess you could play. I guess you could say he plays a Hawaiian lap guitar, but he he has a very unique style. Everything about him is unique. His tunings and things, and uh, he's a real he really joy to play with. He's actually did some things with Frank Zappa, and uh, he's worked with uh, lots of lots of famous guys in the blues circuit, you know. So we toured this summer out there. Well, cool. Yeah. That was in Europe? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I know you were at Toddstock at least for a short while. and then Yeah, I was there as long as I could finagle it because I, I, had, um, I was actually in the middle of a tour and I had um, about 10 days to take off, so I came back and helped out put the tents up. And, you know, that tiki bar is a... A real important thing, you know. It's uh, kind of like a shrine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> with the help of Dave Bracken and others, you know, we uh, incorporated that into the scheme of things, and yeah, it was really good fun. I hear that bar is still there, so it must have been pretty good construction. Yeah. <laughs> were, were you? Did I meet you at Todd Stock? 
You know, I was trying to figure that out, and it's possible, but I'm sure there was a, a martini or ten. In- <laughs> yeah, a few. <laughs> So I don't I don't know if we met. I remember the night that you played. Yeah, I managed to get the, those guys together, Poncho Graham and Conrad. Uh, we hadn't played together in about three and a half years, and so we just fired it up and had fun, played a set. And unfortunately, I had to leave and fly back to Paris. But <laughs> so I never really actually got to hear the band. I was a little disappointed in that. I would have loved to have seen them. But Todd's been saying some great things about Rachel and the band and everything, so yeah, I'm glad they're kicking it off. Well, have you gotten to catch any of the live shows? No, I haven't. Have you got the record? Not yet. Oh, Ken. <laughs> Hawaiian time. <laughs> it's true. I get I'm waiting for it to come sailing over the hills like a UFO, like a Frisbee, you know, just it'll appear out of nowhere. Well, drink some martinis and it just might. <laughs> Well, I'm working on some cognac. Maybe that'll help. Yeah. So, um, when when you are staying in Kauai, do you ever feel kind of isolated there, or does being <laughs> yeah. well, you know, I travel lot. in and out of there so much, and still, I I would sort of get a little edgy once in a while to you know stretch out both musically and traveling wise. So. Um, you know, while it was really cheap, of course, now the airfares aren't what they used to be, but, you know, for about four and a half years, I was commuting regularly here to the Bay Area. And, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. Michelle and I had talked about it, and I guess I left first, but, um, you know, I was kind of stoked that they were going to, you know, be spending more time over here themselves because uh, Michelle and I have this a couple little things we want to do. We want to do a Tiki Head project going to be a band a tiki head project yeah, the tiki heads that's going to be the name <laughs> Still of on the, the sketch pad but <laughs> we have some musicians in mind one of which is uh the great ralph carney who's played with tom waits and um, devo bands like that he's from akron ohio and uh another thing is um to do a comedy thing which i've always wanted to do so uh hopefully this winter I'll be able to knock something out. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, Michelle is one funny lady. She's very talented, and, you know, I think she also wants to, you know, try and get a little more mainstream, and, you know, the kids are grown, and she's free to do it, so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it sounds like a great idea. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. And, you know, you know, uh, when that takes off, you need to come back on Rundgren Radio, and, and uh, we'll we'll pimp it for you. There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right, I want to talk a little bit about your your playing. First of all, you I'm I'm getting the idea that maybe you lived in San Francisco for a short while as a child and then moved to the to Kauai. Exactly. Um, you know, the music is in my family. My grandfather has played. My mother was a ukulele player back in the 30s. She actually uh, played at the World's Fair with her twin sister in 1939 on Treasure Island. There was like a, there was a city of the future there. They had built very Art Deco, you know, mm-hmm. and they were featured at that thing. Her uncle, my grand uncle Ed Anderson, um, he was a saxophone and a clarinet player. He played jazz all over the Bay Area here, and was also on the Matson liners going uh, to Hawaii and back. This is in the early 30s, uh, mid 30s, and um, you know. Uh, Sort of in the blood already, I guess. 
And we were able to move over there in 1968. I'd already been playing guitar, and uh, so I just got into the Hawaiian music. As a, you know, I love I love Hawaiian guitar. So um, I started playing that all through high school, as well as rock and roll on the side. Well, is it? And so it's always been sort of you know incorporated into my playing, and you know I just love the island vibe, and of course the slack key music is, uh, you know, it's so relaxing to play. Such a great style and very traditional it's very uh much into the roots music and i like and you know they sort of it's been influenced by jazz and blues and things so there's a lot of different ways to take it oh so is black key guitar a technique or is that an actual well it's an actual tuning and it is a technique there's a lot of technique to it and there's also many tunings in fact in the old days the hawaiians were pretty secretive about their tunings and they Certain families, Ohanas, would have their own area where they played and their own styles and tunings. Kind of interesting. So they're kind of like magicians keeping the secret. <laughs> yeah, put a bag over the hand, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know if that was actually like a, a, a model style of a guitar or just a technique. Yeah, it's a technique. And actually, you know, the slide guitar, which you hear in everything from country music to bluegrass to rock and roll and blues you know all the robert johnson stuff well that style was invented by the hawaiians in fact they pretty much narrowed it down to a guy named joseph k cuckoo uh, back in the 1800s and uh in the early days uh before of course radio the uh, bands would tour and you know there were hawaiian bands touring america all through the south and everywhere the east coast back before the turn of the century and then when, you know, Vaudeville came along, they were also in some of those shows. Well, they brought the slide guitar over and, of course, influenced some of the, the bluesmen down the south. And that uh, sort of just um, evolved from there. Oh, and you still hear a lot of that today. Yeah. It really is. Um, I know I saw a, a talent, very, very talented man named Robert Randolph in the family band. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, he can play that thing like nobody's business. Yeah, he comes out of that sacred steel thing. Um, you know, they play that in church. And there's a, <clears throat> for some people that don't know about the Campbell Brothers, they should check them out. And, I mean, they really rock out. It's really good, fun music. I, I, uh, the Campbells came to Island of Kauai while I was there, so I was able to sit in with them, and we just had a ball. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. That's a pretty pretty neat style, and they are very good on those instruments. So, so do you play it where it's laying across your lap? I do, and then I play the bottleneck style where you put it on your finger and play like a regular guitar. Okay, now I was just going to ask you about that. I saw somewhere that you can actually duplicate that sound with a harmonica. Well, when I first started sliding, I used to blow the harp, and I'd slide the harp across the strings because I had it tuned to an open tuning, you know, and sort of uh, incorporate it there. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought maybe it meant... Actually, as a joke, but actually it worked pretty well. In fact... Uh, Whenever I play guitar and play at jams and things, if I don't have a slide, I just use my cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's bringing it right on into the 21st century, huh? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm really. waiting for somebody to call me up while I'm playing a long-distance call, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be interesting. I don't know what that would sound like if you were on the other end of the phone. Um, you were okay, at Todd's so you... Stock, right? Pardon me? You were at Todd's Stock. I was. Yeah. Good fun. Yeah. How many artists do that for their 
fans. Well, that's the only one that Nobody. I know of. <laughs> yeah. And and even if he's not, he's definitely the most fun one. Well, it shows you what a good sport he is, you know. Right, right. Well, I was I was glad that you were able to be there. I had heard about you before then, and if I I swear I can't recall if I met you or not. <laughs> but if I, I didn't, think I wish so. I had. <laughs> Okay, so let's back up just a little bit. You and you've got a brother that's a musician as well, Phil. That's right, Phil. He's up in the, the Seattle area. Okay. He's got a vintage guitar shop up there, and we get together now and then. We're planning on doing a record this year. We haven't really recorded anything in quite a while, so. Is he going to be in the Tiki Heads project? I think so. <laughs> ah, okay. He has a big head, so he'd work really well. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, you guys got started um, playing with some notables there in Hawaii, and I cannot pronounce a single one of those names. Yeah, for those that know some of the Hawaiian music, there's a guy named Gabby Pahinui, who was just really did so much for Hawaiian music. And you know, Ry Cooter picked up on him and recorded with him, and Gabby was just great. And so, you know, here we are in our early 20s, uh, you know, hanging out with these just masters of Hawaiian music. It was really quite an honor for us. I'll bet. I'll bet. Yeah. And I know you got to uh, tour and record with someone named Mo Keel. Mo Keale. Mo Keale. Yeah, Mo Keale. Okay. Now, who was he? Well, a lot of people know his nephew. His name is Israel Kamakavibole. And uh, Mo is the uncle of them. They are all, the family comes from Ni'ihau, which is that little island that's off of Kauai. Easy for you to say. And it's uh, it's one of the last, you know, places for the many Hawaiians that, you know, they really speak the language. And uh, Mo is uh, just an incredible musician, and uh, you know, I, we really learned a lot from him. We were very honored to play with him, and we did some recording and traveling around, and had a really good time with him. So where did where did you tour? Well, you know, it's funny. We never did tour in the mainland. We should have, but we didn't. But we played all over the islands, which I love because we would play in, you know, just real Hawaiian stronghold areas like Waimanalo and places like, uh, it was a place called the Blue Water in Kamawela on the big island of Hawaii. And uh, what an experience for us. But he loved the way we played, and we, we played that old style, which he really likes. So, um you know, I would play old vintage guitars from the 20s. You know, the old metal resonator guitars. Yeah, okay. And, uh, they, you know, they have a very unique sound, and it uh, fit well in the old style of music we were playing. A lot of the songs out of the 20s, 20s and 30s. Okay, so now, were these kind of acoustic guitars? Yeah, it's all acoustic. Okay. And Mo is a real virtuoso on the ukulele. Well, now, okay, okay, we got to back up a little bit. I heard that you learned how to play guitar on the ukulele. What's that? I I heard that you learned how to play guitar actually on a ukulele. Oh yeah, I played my mom's uke. You know, when you're a little kid, your hands are so small, so the uke is like the perfect first guitar. Yeah, yeah. I guess it would be. Yeah, and you know, Michelle and I gave uh, Todd a ukulele for his birthday, and actually made it onto one of his records. I think. Oh no! Kidding. Daily ukulele, daily. And you actually, you actually. <laughs> it's on there. Built the the ukulele. 
Pardon me? You actually built the... Oh, no, it was a nice old Martin we found. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, real good. Well, let me ask you, I, I saw a quote somewhere that you started playing acoustically because of such loud music. You had some, some damage to your screen? Oh, yeah, you know, I, I played all all through till about the, I don't know, the early the early 70s, mid-70s, and I really got some serious ringing in my ears. It's called tinnitus, and it's it's really hard to adjust to, especially at first, you know. It can nearly drive you crazy. So I just had to back off of uh, loud music for quite a while, and I, you know, I started playing acoustically, and I thought, well, and then the disco era came, of course, which <laughs> drove me even further into acoustic and roots music. And uh, so I did move back to Hawaii. I'd been back and forth, and I moved back in 78, and my brother and I started that duo playing the old stuff, which we love. There's a guy named Saul Ho'opi'i, who is just a virtuoso on the the national steel guitar, the metal guitars. And uh, that was that was great because it sort of had all those old jazz leanings, and it led me into playing a lot of New Orleans-style music. Okay. And then I I hooked up with a incredible piano player, a stride piano player named David Paquette, who had moved from New Orleans to uh, the Bay Area, played around here, and then he was in Maui. And uh, all the stuff that I learned from the old Hawaiians, I was able to put right into the jazz. So we we toured and played together for a number of years and toured internationally. And it was, uh, you know, a nice step to take the... Hawaiian guitar and put it in jazz. I had no idea that Hawaii had such a bustling music scene. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, sounds like it. And the San Francisco roots are pretty interesting. Uh, the World's Fair that was here in, I think it was 1915, um, the Hawaiians were featured here in San Francisco that year. And, you know, recording had been going on for a while. They invented the, uh, the electrical recording was a big deal. And um, so the 78 RPM records, and they recorded uh, a lot of these Hawaiians here in San Francisco, and it sort of made, it was a big craze for a while, all through the 20s and the 30s, actually. Well, and, and of course, uh, Don Ho came along, what? The way, way after, yeah. He's or whatever. And that he, was from the lounge era. <laughs> yeah, he kind of brought it all. I remember my parents had a lot of Don Ho <laughs> albums. I don't know why, but they did. Well, you know, some of that tiki schlock really has charm. <laughs> Tiny bubble. And we love it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, what a loss. What a loss. Anyway, well, I know that um, you, a lot of big, big names in commercial pop music, for lack of a better word, found out about you, and you've gotten to play with with these people who are household names to all of us. Jackson Brown, Graham Nash, Dave Mason, Taj Mahal, Elvin Bishop, Boz Skaggs, Pablo Cruz, and Donald Fagan. I mean, that that's huge. How did that? How did you get hooked up with Donald Fagan? Uh, you know, actually, there's sort of a Todd connection there because um, Michelle and Todd have known him. And uh, oh, when was it? I can't remember the year, but they had him over for dinner, and I was invited and got to meet him and they would come out every winter and then uh i don't know if you you heard about the um 
benefit we did for Coolest School there? No, I don't. And we did a big um, benefit for that school and a big concert, and it featured Donald and Todd together, and we threw a band together for that. And uh, that was really fun to do. So Todd was in that band? And, you know, with those two guys, it's incredible. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we each did a set, and um, so we sort of hooked up that way, and then uh, I guess he had heard I'd done a couple things with Todd. Well, you know, he just called me one day and said, how would you like to try something? So uh, that's how that happened. Okay. So so you've, you've done some recording with Donald Fagan as well, right? Yeah, he did a, his last record was uh, called Morph the Cat. Hello? Yeah, are you there? There. Yeah, I heard it. Last record he did was called Morse the Cat, and um, I played on a cut called uh, What I Do. Mm-hmm, I've <laughs> sort actually, of an ode for Ray Charles. I've actually got a little clip that we can play here in a second, but go ahead and, and tell me tell me about it. Tell me about recording with Donald Fagan. Well, you know, he was hanging out there, and I guess he got bored <laughs> a little bit, so uh, he brought out some gear and brought his engineer out and, you know, gave me a call, and uh, we got together over there and played around with it, and... I guess he kept a few parts there, so uh, yeah, it was pretty cool to end up on something like that. Oh, okay. So it was like one of these. He recorded a little bit here and a little bit. Yeah, he had the tracks he had done in New York. Okay. So we just, uh, you know, threw a little guitar on it. Okay, so that was my next question. So you're playing some of that that slide slack key. That's guitar? just backup guitar. Okay. Yeah, it's guitar for the tracks. Okay. Well, why don't we listen to about a minute of that, and then we'll talk a little bit more when we come back on the other side. Can you hold on for a sec? Shoot, I'll go get some ice for my drink. Oh, uh, there you go. It's pretty, everybody. (laughs) Perfect timing. Okay, everybody, keep listening and go get ice for your drink. There you go. Yes, I come to play, and I bring big soul. I could rock long before they named it Rock and Roll. I sent Doug a couple Hawaiian things. I hope you got them. Oh, we've got those coming up, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So so what were you playing again? You were playing a backup guitar? Just some guitar, yeah. Okay. Where, did you get to sing on that track? No, no. <laughs> okay. Well, you can hear some girls singing back there. I didn't... You there you go. Just going kind of a um, tenor there or what. <laughs> yeah, you played the little happy anniversary there earlier. That's... Um, that was fun to do. Yeah, you want to talk about that? Well, let's let's finish talking about Donald Fagan, then we can talk a little bit about Happy Anniversary. Uh, that Donald Fagan album won a Grammy. Yes, it did. It won a um, 
an award for a surround. It was a, like a tech award. Pretty neat. Oh, okay. Okay. Huh. Well, I didn't know if that was for, you know, some sort of a best song or something. But, okay, so it sounds really, really stereo or something. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Okay. Is he a nice guy? Yes, he is. And he really he, is. does he live on Kauai? No, but he likes to spend time out in the islands. Ah, well, who doesn't? I mean, my gosh. Yep. It's great. Okay, well, I mentioned, okay, oh, wait, you wanted to talk a little bit about Happy Anniversary. Uh, how, how'd that come up? Yeah, um, both Todd and I were working in that studio there in Princeville, and um, he, had, he had been working on some things for that album one long year, and uh, asked me to play, oh, no, that's on the Liars, excuse me. That was different. That was at the house. Oh. Uh, there's another song. Did you have that song, Hit Me Like a Train? Yes, we Yeah, have. that was the other one that I played on. We do have that one. We did that up at the at the studio there in Princeville. Okay, okay. Yeah, I've got... Yeah, I, I really enjoyed working with him because, you know, it was not like you get a, a CD and, you know, it's just, you just walk in there and play. And maybe he likes it, he keeps it, you know, and I like working that way, so... Oh, do you? It was very off the cuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a real believer in first takes. <laughs> that must be that Hawaii island talk in there. Yeah. Very relaxed and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so that was the first session that uh, we did was that one for one long year. And uh, I just love some of the songs on that record. I think it was... Um, if people go back and listen to it, there's just some really incredible stuff on it. Well, you know, that's kind of a rare uh, record around here because uh, it wasn't put out in the traditional, you know, record stores and, and the like, like that. So if people have a copy of that, it, it's somewhat rare. Mm. So I hope you've got your copy. Somewhere. Somewhere <laughs> in there. Well, let's talk. Let's talk. Okay, we can talk about Todd here in a little bit. I just want to make sure that I get to talk a little bit about some of your solo material, because you are a Grammy Award winner as well for some of your Hawaiian music. Yeah, I had two of my songs. Uh, there was the um, they gave Hawaiian music a Grammy category for the first time in 2005, and just so happened we uh, got something in there and. Went all the way through with it, which is really a surprise for us. Well, why don't and, I... Uh, I had a couple tunes on there. Yeah, and I'm going to make you, would you know that? pronounce this. Okay, the first one, I'm going to play a little clip. Uh, it's a little less than a minute long of the one that starts with you. Is you. <laughs> Ula Palakua? Oh, yeah, Ula Palakua. That is uh, a song... That was the first song that Todd and I... Uh, got together on um i tell him hey you're here in hawaii now you know it's like uh you know you want to try some of this hawaiian stuff he said sure what the heck so um uh this is like one of those uh hawaiian paniolo cowboy tunes and uh it was just really a gas to do with him and i i wrote it all out for him and the meaning of the words and uh he did a really nice job on this thing doing some hawaiian you know, Todd is like so keyed in with harmonies. You know, it's one of his things. He's such a great arranger, and, and uh, you know, so tuned into harmonies. Mm -hmm. So um, 
Yeah, he he added all the harmonies to this tune. So he's singing on this. T- this? Yeah. And and what else was he doing on this song? Singing. Okay. And you want to give us just a background because it is done in the Hawaiian language. Can you tell us basically what the song is about? Yes, I can. Uh, Ulupalakua is a, a famous ranch area in the high uplands of uh, the Haleakala Volcano on the island of Maui. And the name place, the literal meaning of Ulupalakua means breadfruit ripened on the back. And that, and the way back in the old days when the uh, king would send his, you know, servants or runners out to uh, supply them, they would uh, get this breadfruit, and by the time they hiked it all the way back across the side of the mountain, it would ripen. It took them that long, and so uh, that's the literal meaning of that. But it's now known as the um, beautiful uh, part of Maui. The a lot of um, Hawaiian ranch lands up there. Okay. okay. It's just a beautiful area. If you ever, you know, ever get over there, it's incredible. You can stand there, and the slope just goes up like a giant cliff, and it just disappears into the sky, into clouds. And you'll you'll look up, and you'll see tiny little dots. And you see, you see that? You know, yeah, that's a that's a cow. <laughs> and you wonder how the hell they ever get them down, you know? Yeah, or how they how the cows ever got up. <laughs> Just wait for the cows to come home, I guess. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but it's uh, you know all of this Hawaiian music is traditional, and it's actually written for dance. It's the it's uh, the hula, you know. Okay. Okay. So all this music is usually danced to. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's listen to a few seconds of. Hang on, I'm gonna see if I can get this right. Ulu Palakua. You got it. Ulu Palakua. All right. People, everybody ready to get in the Hawaiian frame of mind? (laughs) Here we go. Oh, 
Hold on just a minute, okay? Great. 
All right, people, we're going to hit you with a train here with a song called Hit Me Like a Train. We've, once again, got about a minute-long clip, and then we'll talk about it a little bit when we get back. admit I don't have a copy of One Long Year um, and I had not heard that song before just now but sounds pretty good yes did he did you go on tour with Todd with that no um, haven't done that I've uh, done a few concerts with him I'm trying to remember remember we did a thing at the quiet college which was nice it was just a solo I like to hear Todd solo, you know, like with a grand piano and just a guitar. It's, you know, oh, that, yeah. that's a nice uh, format for him sometimes. Certainly is, certainly yeah. is. Although I've heard he's not really keen on playing the piano any longer. Not while he's singing. Yeah, well, he like, he's he, always full of surprises. Yeah, that, that is true. <laughs> that is true. Okay, I need to remind uh, our listeners that if you want to call in and ask a question of Ken Emerson, I welcome your calls at 646-716-9262. And if not, then you've still got me asking questions. But I'm gonna, I want to bring up something that is near and dear to my heart since I was there. I want to talk about Todd Stock. Oh, yeah. And uh, did, you didn't you didn't actually camp on the grounds, did you? Yeah, we had a tent set up there, uh, sort of on the <clears throat> what would you call it? Down in that valley. On the right side of the bowl there, the the land contour. If you're facing the river, we were on the right. So you were over with all the masses. Uh, we were on the edge, you know, which is a good view. Yeah, yeah. So is it true there was like a big snore fest every night? Oh, God, I was probably one of them. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I was one of the spoiled ones that, that had a rent house a few miles away. So I I only got to walk through the snore fest one night. So I, I do know it happened at least once. Yeah. But. Uh, well, any large sleep out, bring your earplugs. <laughs> yeah, well, I understand you've done some camping with Todd and Michelle as well. Well, you know, they've had that property quite a while, and for, for a number of years we would all go up and camp there. and Those were some of the funnest times, really. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, for their wedding, uh, 
and we had a big bonfire. And uh, when it burned down, there was a nice coat of embers there burning. So uh, we decided to walk it. <laughs> uh, at least three of us did. Uh, Dave, Bracken, myself, and Todd, we all braved it. <laughs> Walked it on the embers. Yeah. Barefooted? Walk fire, yes, indeed. Okay. <laughs> and so did anybody cry like a baby? Nope. <laughs> well, well, I might have later, you know. I might have whimpered later. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Well, listen, I've got a phone call here. I think this may be someone who was actually at Toddstock. I could be wrong, but let's see if we can take a question from caller at area code 616. Hello, Kenny. Yeah. Hey, Mel, how are you? This is Pat. Rick? Yep. Um, Kenny, you and I, we met at Todd Stock. I was the uh, bartender down at Michelle's Bar, and uh, I actually talked to you quite a bit. Yeah, I, God I bless for, you for doing that. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I had an absolute blast. And uh, But talked to you, you know, for a, a few days uh, before everybody got there. And, uh, I was telling Mel, her and I talked a little bit, that uh, you were very down to earth. I did not know, if you remember our conversation, uh, you were very down to earth. I did not know... Who, who you actually were for a couple of days. And then one time I said, Kenny, I, I recognize your name. Who are you? And, uh, you know, you told me how you had played with Todd. But before that, I thought you were just a camper. You were very down to earth. And well, um, it, it was really a great, great meeting you down there. Um, you know, you, you talk about all these musicians in that area. Is there a place around there? You know, when I was there for Todd's doctors, I didn't see any any um, clubs or anything? Is there a place that you guys play around there? You know, that's uh, sort of a problem now. It's uh, There's really not too many places left to play. And the reason why we love that little <clears throat> roadhouse called Amelia's was, it was at the, if you remember where the old Princeville Airport was, it was sitting out there all by itself. Uh, so we could make as much noise as we want, and the only people, the only, <laughs> there wasn't any, anybody to bother so, uh, but uh, there's really no places like that left, so it's sort of unfortunate. Um, I really can't think of too many places now that, other than the hotels, you know. Yeah, I stayed at a uh, hotel the first night there, and the last night there, and I was there for two weeks. And I told Todd I actually um, um, did his meet and greet thing in Chicago. I'm from Michigan, and. And uh, I know your girlfriend was from Flint. You and I talked about that one when we were at Todd's talk. But um, Todd is saying that uh, you know there's, there's there's no place really to, to to play around there. No. Um, one of the drawbacks, one of the good things about it, and one of the bad things about it. Yeah, yeah. I say that hotel. Besides sleeping on Todd's beach, I didn't actually. I had a a, a tent on Todd's property there, and. Actually, I just used it for storage, and I, I told Todd how I, I slept on his beach. I, I didn't sleep up there. I, I found out after one night that it was it was a snore fest, and that, that beach is something else. But, oh yeah. Hey, Kenny, do you have a, do you have a website? Yeah, I must say that you know I spent a lot of years there because uh, I just loved surfing and hanging out on the beach, and you know I was pretty spoiled <laughs> doing that for years. And uh, you know, I mean, it's just quite really gets into your blood. And, yeah, uh, Michelle had told me that. to go back there. Once they go there, they just oh, fall yeah. in love with it, you know. Michelle had told me that the uh, 
the locals, they all came out like at 4 o'clock when the surf came in. And so I did that almost every day. I made sure I was down there at the beach at 4 o'clock. Yeah. Oh, that was something else. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I was one, there was just a few of us down there, and uh, a lot of fun. Um, can you yeah, they sure got an incredible spot there. You know, it's, uh, you know, that that if you look across the uh, the valley there and you see that that mountain, it's yeah. actually in the shape of a giant humpback whale. <laughs> it is. Wow. Yes, absolutely. It is definitely. And uh, there's, uh, you know, coming up this time of the year, you'll look to the right of that mountain and you will see the humpbacks uh, breaching, and it's really really fantastic. It's right now, this time of year. Place. Pardon me? This time of year, right now? Yeah, winter time. Gotcha. They come from Alaska. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, can you, can you, you know, have a website we can all visit? What's that? Do you have a website that we can all visit? Yes. Uh, it's uh, KenEmerson.com. Just KenEmerson.com. Yeah. Very he good. He also has MySpace, Patrick. It's uh, MySpace.com slash KenEmersonGuitarist. Guitarist. Yeah. Tarist. Very good. Ken, it was great talking to you again. I had a lot of fun talking to you at Todd Stock. I was, the uh, again, the bartender down there, and I know uh, I served you a few beers, and we had some good conversation. It was really a ple- pleasure, you know. Uh, thanks for manning one of the bars. <laughs> important job at, <laughs> at Todd Stock. At <laughs> Todd Stock. Um, yeah, Elaine, uh, my better half, she's... Um, She's from the San Francisco area. Her family was originally from uh, the Detroit area. Um, her father yeah. grew up there. And, uh, you know, we love soul music. Yeah. And that's, you know, to have family up there is still cool because uh, we're Motown uh, fans. Yeah, it just... Uh... But I'm, on, I'm on the opposite side of the state. I, I, I'm on uh, I'm on the beach on the west side of Michigan. But do uh, they surf there? They do. This time I of year. I heard they do. <laughs> yeah, this time of year they do because that's when it really kicks up around here. So yeah, wait for a barge to go by. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Great talking to you, Kenny. Thanks for calling. Hey, yeah. Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. I know why you were calling. I know you're you're having visions of moving to Hawaii and you're just trying to pick his brain. Well, you asked a couple of the questions and uh she she asked you a, a question, Kenny, that uh, I had asked her to ask and that was about isolation out there. I am. I, I thought about it. And uh, uh you know, does does that really take effect on you out there? I wouldn't be able to, to travel like you or Todd and uh if you yeah, you know, it's, it's a double-edged thing. It's it's there's uh, great things about it, and then there's also drawbacks. So, uh, you know, a lot of people move to the islands, and then they find out that, uh, you know, maybe it's better to visit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's what other people are saying to me. I think you need to have two places, Patrick. There you go. Well, you got a job for me now. Uh, go buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I like you guys. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Uh, Ken, Patrick, was he was very active out there at the Todd Stock, and he's kind of got yeah, he's he a was. Little, kind of a little-ish guy. He's got a shaved head. And, and that was uh, really cool to do another bar because we needed another one on the other end anyway. 
<laughs> well, I, I, I've heard that it's at friendly least... Friendly competition. <laughs> I, I've heard that at least one of those uh, tiki bars is still upright on Todd's property, so maybe you guys can open your own club. Well, you know, you never know. Have live local music and... Uh... But hopefully, uh, you know, Todd will, and Michelle will, they'll do it again. Oh, certainly. It would be great. There's a reason why they left those bars intact. I That's right. <laughs> they really, really miss us. So so when you guys would camp on their property before there was a house there, um, seriously, what like what, what would a typical night be? Y'all would like cook weenies over a fire? Oh or? no. You know you know, Todd is quite the chef. He is really a great cook. And we did a lot of barbecuing up there. Oh, like like of a roasted pig or something. All kinds of things, yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, have a big big fire, big big pit. Yeah. Well, cool. Very cool. All right, I want to ri- remind people that we're kind of drawing to a close here. So if you want to call in, you need to do it right now at six four six seven one six. 9262 and you too can talk to Ken Emerson. Okay, Ken, so when you won a Grammy, did you do you actually have a Grammy statue? Well, it was, you know, it was a compilation of different guitarists mm-hmm. done by uh, my friend Charles Brotman. And he he pulled the whole thing together, produced it, played on a cut. And for a type of thing like that, they have what they call a producer's award. And uh, I think it's a way of not having to give out too many statues. <laughs> so you didn't even get a little, little plaque? Uh, we got some things from them and, you know, uh, so it's sort of, sort of like shared. But, yeah, they, gave, they only gave us one. Oh, and you don't even get to pass it around amongst yourselves? Oh yeah, we passed it around at the at the, at the gala. <laughs> oh okay, so you went, you actually went. <laughs> but, but you know, it's, it's you know, it was just a, it was just a big fun party for me, you know. Yeah. I actually borrowed a coat from Todd. I borrowed this very nice Rachel Culp design. <laughs> It was the most electric Ladyland-looking coat he had up there. I said, Todd, can I borrow a coat? He said, sure. So I met him at the loft and picked the, this very nice jacket out. And uh, I'm glad I did because uh, I'm not really comfortable in a, a sea full of tuxedos, you know. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine coming from the islands, that would be a different kind of feeling. Yeah, this one British guy walked up to me and goes, you look like a blooming hibiscus, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's a compliment, right? Yeah. Maybe more of a compliment for a girl. I don't know, but. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's just a fun party, and you know, I don't really take those kind of things that seriously. But to have a couple of kudos is fun, and you know. Mhm. Well, let me ask. It's life interesting. Yeah, so so you got to go to all the the Hollywood kind of parties. And yeah, things. the Hollywood thing, you know. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, that would be different. So so of all the people that you've worked with, and and you do not have to answer this with the word Todd. Who's been your favorite uh, artist to work with? Todd. <laughs> no. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
you want my, to I hope my mission in life is to make him laugh. That's what I try to do anyway. Is That's kind of hard to do? No. <laughs> He's just very discerning. <laughs> yeah, he is. He you is. Know? So what kind of things did you do with, um, for instance, Pablo Cruz? I played, uh, toured with them. Uh, good fun band, you know, guitar-oriented. Two guitars, Dave Jenkins, real strong singer and player. And the songs were fun, nice arrangements. Yeah, they good had fun some, band, San Francisco-based band. They had some good songs that were, you know, great for when you're traveling down the highway, I guess. Yeah. David has also um, done Hawaiian music. He did a record with a friend of mine, Capono Beamer. And uh, he likes the island thing, too. And also he surfs like me, so we still get out in the waves at our age. Well, that's all right. Although yeah. I've heard lots of things about, is it the is it the north shore of Hawaii that's supposed to be so such a challenge? Very dangerous. Yeah. Is that where you surf? Yeah. Ooh. It's just a it's a very intense place and especially in the winter time, you know. You know, people come out from places like Peoria and all and they're not really used to swimming. And uh, unfortunately, many tourists get in trouble. It's it's a real problem there actually. It's you know, there are far too many drownings there than there should be. And well, I know they even they even make surfing movies about people that are professional surfers going to the North Shore and Oh yeah. And so and they talk about it being a big challenge. Well, Hanalei is one of the most incredible waves that you can ever hope to ride on when it's really going off. It's um yeah. Intense. Yeah. So what do you what did you think about working with Jackson Brown? Jackson is a very nice man. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's, he's he does a lot of benefit work, and we did a we did some benefits together. Okay, so did you record with him? No, I'd love to. Oh, okay. <laughs> Have him call me. <laughs> well, he, I think he's touring a new album right now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't know how long it takes him to get around to that. But you might want to check in a few <laughs> that months. That's cool. I actually did uh, get to do some recording with his uh, sidekick, um, David Lindley. Okay, I don't know who that is. Well, he's another slide player. He's a real character. He does some stuff with Ry Cooter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a, sort of a roots guy. Okay. Okay. He, uh, he helped out in the Freddie Roulette record that we did. Now, when you say Freddie Roulette, is that like roulette, like the game? Just like the roulette wheel. Okay, all right. You mentioned that name earlier. and, and I, Yeah. That's how I wrote it down, but I didn't know if that was – is that a real name? Yes, it is. Okay, Chicago Blues. <laughs> yep, I think his family originally came up through New Orleans. Well, that would be the French part of it. There you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, okay. And Boz Skaggs, I, I, I believe that is a Dallas boy, and I'm, I'm actually in Dallas. And, yeah, he's in um, Texas, yeah. So I got to know, I got to know, is, is, was he as cool as he always seemed to be in his songs? Well, he was when I was around. <laughs> yeah. About when was that? Oh, that was around 82, 83, I guess. Boy. Okay. Where the years go. Oh, I, I used to just dig on his music. What would you do with him? We uh, played together on Maui, actually. 
Okay. I was living in Lahaina back then. Okay. And then later on, of course, he uh, founded this he was part owner of this club called Slims in San Francisco. Uh, still going, great venue. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do you keep up with any of these guys? I try to now and then. You know, you you'll run into each other eventually. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, good. And it sounds like you talk to Todd quite often. Yeah, we had dinner the other night at uh, Joel's um, friend of ours, Joel mm-hmm. Potrero Hill. And uh, yeah, Todd looked great. Oh well, ready, good. Ready for the road. Ready to go to Europe. Yeah, I tell you what, I want to know what fountain he's drinking out of because he does great. <laughs> he really does. Well, listen, I've got another caller, and it happens to be the co-host of Rundgren Radio, and his name is Doug, so we've got him on the line. Doug, you there? I'm here. Hey, Hello. Doug. Hey, hey, what's going on? How you doing? I'm doing all right. All right I'm good. the co-host now, is that right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that'll work. You've been relegated. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Degraded. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been able to listen for a little while though. So, uh, good stuff. Having some fun. I got. I was. See, Mel's getting into some of the things I want to talk about. I heard her talk about Todd Stott. So uh-huh. I'll go back down that road. Oh, you can go there. We didn't talk much about it. Oh, you, yeah, plenty well, of. It seems like a lot of people love Todd Stott too. Well, uh, Todd was on here a couple weeks ago. He said he's not up for that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, what are you going to do? we got other things going on. we got a New Year's Eve gig. You need to come check us out over in Philadelphia. Did Mel tell you about that? No, I'd love to do that. Come on. First time since 1996, I believe, wow. that Todd's done a New Year's Eve gig. Kind of crazy. Yeah, if you're if you're stateside at New Year's and somewhere near the East Coast, you I'd love to do that. All right, I'll we did we did a really nice New Year's one year up at the <laughs> it was at the helicopter hangar at Princeville Airport. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, they decorated it up. It was during the tiki thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, cool. Hey, you said you did some. Uh, I saw Jackson Brown Friday night here in Birmingham, and it was a really good show. He had a full band, and I I was curious what kind of charities, uh, and if you remember what some of the charities y'all did some work for, because he was. Uh, very vocal about a lot of things. He has a very um, politically motivated show, I guess, in a way. And uh, it's very interesting. And he looked like he, he, he reminded me of Todd in the fact that he looks a lot younger. He's 60 years old as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, he looked like a very young, thin, you know, guy. And his, his band was good. And his voice was, you know, dead on. So it was, it was really a good show. But you remember some of the charities y'all did work for? Oh, let me think. What was that for? It might have been for the public radio. Public radio, yeah. Yeah, we do a lot of benefits for uh, public radio. Public radio, Jackson Brown. All right, well, he's, he's out there touring. NPR. NPR, there you go. I'm going to, I might bore, this might bore me a little bit. I'm really a um, very business-oriented, I like business. So I'm curious how it's been or how it was when you switched from I guess pop and rock and roll to the Hawaiian music, from a business perspective, you know, and the, and the crowds and the the differences in the um, the audiences and the the purchasers of the music and whatnot. Yeah. If you could tell me a little bit about that, I'd be curious. Well, you know, the reward from doing that is, you know, you of course it's a smaller market, but uh, you know, culturally, it's uh, 
you know, so fulfilling to be able to be part of, accepted as part of the, of the Hawaiian culture. And uh, I've been able to write songs and things that, that have fit into that. And, you know, it's, it's not always about money or, you know, <laughs> business. Sometimes uh, the best business you can have is doing what you love and, and, and being a part of a heritage or a tradition, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I think a lot of players stay in certain genres like blues or or jazz. You know, they know they're not gonna, you know, rake it in, but uh, mm-hmm. they're a continuance of a, of a part of a, a bigger thing. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, how different was it though for you know, you know, like your fan base compared to maybe what it was when you were doing the rock things? I mean, is it mostly you know, people in Hawaii and Hawaiians, or is it really um, a diverse group that listens to the music? Well, Hawaiian music's gotten pretty popular again, actually. You know, I I, I have a band I play with in space out of Paris, um, Terry Taputu. They're they're from Tahiti, mm-hmm. and they have a full band with uh, dancers, and we've done a bunch of festivals in Europe, and they just love the music and they love it. They love the dancing, the culture, everything. Yeah, it's a lot yeah, of fun. We, I mean, I don't know if you knew this. We toured in Portugal and all yeah. over France, all over Europe. No kidding. <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's awesome. I know we had Greg Hawks on from the Cars, and he's going to have a album out soon uh, doing the, well, I'm going to call it the ukulele. I, I think some people call uh, it different. Uh, how do you pronounce it? Ukulele. Ukulele, yeah. So, you know, he's going to have a whole album out doing that. So he's into it, you know, some of it. Well, he's Great. Into it yeah, so it's, it's, it is extremely popular, and it's always fun to listen yeah. to. Yeah, and you know, the ukulele is from Portugal. And I and I went down there with the Tahitians to uh, Lisbon, and we did a big workshop down there. And we were surprised at how many people turned up. I mean, it was just, like, packed. And Terry played uh, the the music from, you know, Tahiti, I featured music from Hawaii, and uh, they had Portuguese players there that would play the Portuguese. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know, I was surprised. I learned a lot from that trip because the Portuguese string their ukuleles up with steel strings. Huh. And, wow. uh, you know, we don't do that in the islands. No. <laughs> so, again, there was a different sound altogether. I bet. That is, that's got to sound and They like had a few alternate tunings, too, which I thought was pretty interesting. They had some drop tunings and things. Neat. Good experiences. So, have you ever worked any with Matt Bolton over there? Do you know Matt? I've sat in with Matt. Matt's a good yeah. cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and sit in with uh, when, uh, Michelle and her band there. Oh yeah. Yeah. The old yeah. roadhouse there, the million. Oh yeah. Gone. <laughs> yep, the North Shore. Or Kauai. They need a they need a good roadhouse somewhere. Yeah. Well, I know Michelle talked to one time about making some kind of dinner club over there that's going to have music and whatnot, but. Of course, she is uh, with Rebop and San Fran, as you know, so I kind of put a damper on that a bit, a little bit, or slow down on it. But uh, we've got another call coming in, and this is another Todd Stalker. I am positive that this is the one, the only EJ from Florida. EJ, you are on with Kenny Emerson. How do you know I'm the only EJ? Actually, there's another EJ <laughs> with my same last name who's a famous world photographer, and they keep crediting him on all my album cover art that I've ever done uh, in the All Music Guide. But it's not him, it's me. There you go. Hello, it's you. Yeah. 
Thank hi, you. EJ. Oh, hi, Mel. What you got? Hey, hey. Now's the time to plug in and find out what Radio Delay does. There you go. (laughs) Let's go Jimi Hendrix on ukulele. Nice. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, we really enjoyed taking your CDs with us and a picnic basket and wine and cheese off to a little tiny island. And... It dawned on me as we sat and had brunches and lunches and all these tiki and oceanfront and waterfront bars that every one of them should have your CD. Oh. We should start well, I should have brought my burner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start a campaign and I'll drop them off. Every you know, time. what the hell, I forgot it. <laughs> a waterfront uh, tiki bar. Enough Jimmy to dime Buffett. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so where'd you I get the CD, Jay? You got it at Todd's Talk? No. Um, it was Steve's birthday, and I had asked Ken if he could send over some CDs, and he did. And we took cool. off for the weekend and enjoyed them on the beach. And uh, it was really cool sitting around the picnic table. It was a very memorable evening singing songs with Ken and um, his sweetie, and uh, Steve was playing Name That Tune with him all night. <laughs> yeah, I do think someone was passing the ukulele around there that night. It was the ukulele? Are that's, you sure that's, that's right? Uh-huh. Yeah, we're seeing the picnic tables jamming. Uh-huh. But mm. I appreciate it, and yes, you do, 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 I mean, deserve to be in every waterfront Restaurant up and down. Uh, there you go. I'm really, I'm not kidding because it's like we sit down and it's always the same stuff. I'm gonna queue up the Jimmy Buffett and the cheeseburgers and all that. <laughs> and I just, you know, said Kenny Emerson's needed here. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you. Very nice. All right. Well, then, if you don't mind me bootlegging, I'm all just toss them out. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and get ten percent. Get off out the burner. There you go. <laughs> I just got a MySpace, but you know, Ken, we tried to get some stuff at Snowcap, you know, wasn't working too good. As far as Ken? Oh, uh, yeah, on the MySpace. Oh, well, uh, oh, the Snowcap. Okay. Yeah. I thought you yeah. were talking about It's not about the first that. time I've had problems with those guys at Snowcap, but uh, mm-hmm. you can get stuff, if you get it to work on your computer, you can download some of the music on Snowcap. On, uh, we're using Snowcap on Kenny's MySpace page. So. Yeah. That well, that's just another digital download, ninety-nine cents, you and go. you too can hear the song about the poor little old man bringing breadfruit up the mountain, <laughs> which we got to hear a bit of tonight. There you go. Well, Ken, take it easy, and thanks a lot. All right, thanks. Have thanks, DJ. We'll be listening to you on you Halloween know. night. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, safe journeys around the world. <laughs> As you do it. There you go. Thank you. Alright. Thank you, Ethan. Hot toddies. Hey, hey so I've got you... a question. Uh oh. Well, it's from the chat room that's going on our uh webpage. Uh this is from I believe his name is Mark. He says to ask Ken about Jake Shimabukuro. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Now that guy is quite the ukulele player. 
Yeah, tell us who he is and how you know him and what you've done. Uh, he's from Oahu, and he's a young guy, and he is um, really sort of taken the ukulele to another level and uh, gotten a lot of exposure and gotten out there and played everywhere, played in the village in New York and you name it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's just a virtuoso. And you've played with him or recorded uh, not really. I'm a friend of his, you know, and I've, I I know of him, and we know of each other, and run into each other here and there, and at the Nam shows and all that. Mhm. And uh, yeah, he's just a very very talented young guy. Well, someone out there seems to think that maybe you guys need to hook up and put something out together. Wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played an, I haven't recorded enough ukulele. I don't think. <laughs> Well, but he might need, a, you know, a slide guitar player. Yeah, maybe a slide uke. <laughs> do they have that? I don't know. They do. Uh, the only slide uke I remember was, who was that? The guy who played with a baby bottle. The baby bottle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Too long ago. <laughs> okay. Hmm. <laughs> okay. One more time. Because we are starting to run out of time. If we have any more callers, you need to do it now. 646-716-9262. Or else you're going to have to deal with Doug and Mel asking. Yeah, I'm a caller. And our kitty cat. Count me. uh, Have y'all talked about Charlie Musselwhite yet? Nope. Oh, man, I loved it. I lived in Louisiana for Uh, a while. Charlie's great. And hit, yeah, big-legged woman and all that stuff. He's got some great music. Yeah, he's, uh, uh, well... I think he's, uh, you know, one of the last. Paul Butterfield's not with us. And, mm-hmm. You know, hats off to those guys, young white yeah. guys hanging out in Chicago back in the day, you know. <laughs> Them little blues. Now, how, how did you guys hook up? Oh, that's a good question. How did we hook up? Um, I think through a, a mutual friend on Maui. And we ended up putting a uh, tour together for Hawaii, and uh, sort of took off from there. Charlie Musselwhite. Oh, we got one of our kitty cats here to visit with us. Hello, Shane. <laughs> is, yeah. your, is your cat trying to get on the talk show? Yes, yeah, she is. Oh. What's up, Sugar? You can say something to the people. Sugar. No. Stage fright. Hey, we got another <laughs> call. So, yeah, I ended up doing some stuff with Charlie for a number of years, uh, off and on, playing with different bands and touring with... uh, We did a great tour with Norton Buffalo, who's an incredible harp player. Charlie, him, and uh, with Elvin Bishop. and Those were fun days. A lot of touring. That's how you do it. Get out there. Mel, did you say there was another caller? Yes, sir. We've got another caller, area code 215. Are you there? Yes, I am, Mel. It's me, Karen. Oh, hi, Karen. Hey, I had such a hard time getting in. I kept trying to get them to send me a new password, and I was reading the chat. I want to thank the people that thought of me in Philly here. I'm so excited. Thank you, Doug. Yeah. So, like, what all did I miss? What? No, hold on. It's my kid's friend. Mel, Mel, put the mute on, will you? Sorry about that. Uh, I told them before they do. So, so did I miss anything like that I didn't already know? No, you did not. Yeah. So yeah. just, 
just go by the email for now? That's correct. Okay. So who's right. coming? Well, Karen, we're talking to Ken Emerson. Do you have any questions for him? Oh, hi, Ken. Um, I missed most of the chat, so I, you know. I, I was behind the times. No, I couldn't log in, Doug. I, I took three times for me to get in here. I was going to open up log in to listen. No big deal. Yeah, well, I, I was listening and reading the chat, but I couldn't say anything back to anybody. All right. So well, just check your emails. I'll, I'll keep everybody in the loop as always. Okay, well, anybody that I sent emails to saying I was having a hard time to get in, you can disregard them. Okay. Right, fair enough. Right. And the Hawaiian, the Hawaiian music was very nice. I was, I did hear some of that. Excellent. Good stuff. Okay. Well, anyway, right. whoever's yeah. going, hit me up on MySpace or here. You know where to find me. Okay. Right. I'll welcome you to the city of brotherly love. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Gonna go. We're going to talk him into it by the night. He actually already said he wanted to go, so we'll make that happen. So, yeah. um But, you know, I was listening to, um, and by the way, can you please tell Elaine that I appreciate her getting you in touch with us. And, oh, uh, yeah. You had mentioned that you loved Individualist, and that is one of my favorite CDs. And a lot of people, you know, aren't into it yet or haven't listened to it enough to get into it. But And some people didn't like the rap part. But I think the Individualist, Individualist is one of the best songs on there, and it's it's a rap. But, oh, I love it. Um, the, yeah, what, what, it, it's got all, it goes all over the map, though, because Expresso is so different than, you know, um, Individualist or Tables Will Turn. I mean, what, what were some of the things that... Uh, do you you know, I you missed that tour. I would have loved to have seen him do that. Oh yeah. I think Elaine was uh, able to see him here in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, so you like that? You, you, know, you still like that album a lot? The, pardon me. You still like that album a lot? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love that one. No doubt about it. So you tell know, me, uh, uh, what I love about Todd is that he's like, you know, he's just full of surprises and. <laughs> Definitely, you know, yeah. It's always something different, that's for sure. But be you know, luckily, different. I like all of it. So, uh, you know, we um, speaking of, and I, you don't have to get into personal stuff, of course. But I'd love to hear a little bit about this dinner y'all went to, like what you had and uh, what you what you ate and what it was like, and just kind of, you know, for us folks, just the common people, kind of what what that's like to go out with Todd and Michelle and hang out with friends. You know, give us a little skinny if you would, some scoop. Well, we were with Joel Selvin, who's. Um been a chronicle uh music critic for just decades you know mm-hmm. he's really well entrenched here in the bay and well respected and uh yeah we had a little little gathering there and just us and uh elaine and i and todd and michelle and rebop was there with his beautiful new girlfriend <laughs> oh he's got a girlfriend oh yeah Ooh, yeah how old is, is she his age pardon me college girl uh didn't didn't get to that part, but no, uh, no. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, you know, Joel's got this incredible record collection, and uh, you know, I still love vinyl. But <laughs> uh, what did we do? Let me see. We barbecued some. Heat. They they barbecued chicken, and then it got like uh, too cold to really hang out outside, so we. Mm. Went inside and uh, too cold in San Francisco. Play with the cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was this uh, at your place, Ken? Uh, no, this is in the city. Oh. You know, just an informal thing, just having dinner and hanging out. Just hanging out. Yeah. And uh, you know, nice to see Todd get a little time out. Yeah. I understand he's going back on the road again. Just a few days headed over to right. Europe. Off to yep. Britannia? Yeah. 
all over the place over there. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I did my did my share. <laughs> I was over there for five and a half months this summer. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you, you like Always going over nice there? to get off the road, I'll tell you. Yeah, I bet. It's still fun to go over to places like that, though. I don't know about for five and a half months. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You get to learn so much and see, you know, just how different the world really is outside of the United States. Yeah. And I, I was, I was, let's see, the last time Todd was in, in England, I was in Paris, and I really wanted to try and get over there and see see him play, and never was able to. So, and I probably won't be able to do it this time either. But uh, I'd love to see him in England. I know he has a lot of fans there. He does. He has a big fan base over there. We have a lot of them that listen to these shows. They don't do it live because. <laughs> Different time zone, but they get up in the morning and they'll check it out. So uh, yeah. there'll be some folks over there listening to this tomorrow. That's always fun. Well, Doug. Yes. Uh, Ken is going to be working on a project coming up soon called the Tiki Heads Project with um, that will include Michelle. Oh yeah, oh, Michelle fun. and Helene and oh, there'll be a, a, all kinds of interesting characters on this one. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen any of this uh, musical she's doing over there? No, I know she's been working very hard on that. She's nearly completed it, so mm-hmm. that's, a, that's yeah. a big project for her. I'd like to hear a little bit of that. That'd be fun. No, I haven't really heard any of it. None of it, huh? Yeah. Have you, have you been to Napa I'm, Valley? I'm over here finally, so I can... I have an old 1953 Airstream trailer that I'm going to bring down from Oregon <laughs> and uh, convert it into a recording studio. Awesome. <laughs> It'll be the type of thing to where I could actually drag it over to the loft in the city and record with Michelle over there <laughs> out in the street. Oh, well, it's a movable studio. That's oh, yeah, it's on uh, wheels. <laughs> yeah. Wheels on wheels. Guitars yeah. on wheels. Yeah. But, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll be able to knock out some things this winter and have fun with it. When? Well, you definitely need need to let us know when that comes about. And oh yeah, we will. Yeah, because I mean we are really good about you know pimping stuff for for the people that are associated with Todd and um, yeah. Great. Well, we'll we'll take it. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll throw you something. We we'll get something out. Please do. Go. Well, you've just been a wonderful guest and. Well, it's a nice relaxing show. Thanks for having me. You know, that's funny. You would say nice, relaxing show. I get a feeling that you don't stress out very much. You still sound like you got a lot of Hawaii in you. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> you know. It luckily it does stay with you for a while. I know when I came back from Kauai, I was I was pretty chill there for several weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely gets in the blood. It's a, just a wonderful place. Yeah. Shall I leave you with a little tune here? Okay. Can you hear this?
Thank you yeah, so much thanks a lot. for taking us out with a little live music. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. Well, Doug, thank you. Thank you. And, uh, you know, you guys, uh, keep on uh, doing what you're doing and getting out in the Internet airwaves. Okay, we will. We'll do it. We'll keep spreading the good word. And once we get, uh, well, our first little comedy thing we have is a little sketch where uh, Elaine's going to do this. um, And (laughs) Michelle, we're going to do a, uh, it's a North Korean GPS system. (laughs) Where it tells you really what it wants you to do, you know, with, with authority, <laughs> in a very thick accent. So you know, we'll 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 start from there and see what happens. <laughs> okay. We'll have to come. Mel will have to leave the south and go over there to California. Check that out. Hey, yeah. Yep. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna um, hold you to it. Philadelphia, New Year's Eve. I'd love to do that. All right, we'll yeah, send you all the information. That one. Grab, grab the uh, grab the big jacket, you know. Yeah, definitely. We'll have a little mini top hat reunion. Might might need to wear some fur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh no, you won't. The place will be hot enough as it is. Ah, there you go. Oh, here we go inside, but yeah, outside yeah. Philly that time of the year. Mm. It'll be going to be cold. All right. Thank well, thanks so for much, having me. Man. And uh, you know, uh aloha to all the all the Todd fans out there. And uh check them out in Europe. Okay. I'll do it. I'd love to be there myself. Maybe I'll try and finagle something. <laughs> it would be nice. Yeah. All right. Okay, y'all. Good deal. All, all right. right, mahalo. Take care. All right, mahalo There you go. See you next time. Man. All right. Bye. So Mel, how did all you do right. with the words for these songs? Pardon me? How close were you on the, the, the song names? Well, he can say a song title in about an eighth of a second, and it takes me about three seconds to get through that one word. <laughs> but I think so, I got it right on the Ula Kula. Oh, gosh, I don't know. Ula something. <laughs> you got close? I got real close, yeah, I think. Oh, I'm proud of you. Good Maybe job. he was just being nice. I don't know. Ula Palakua, which means... Bread fruit ripened on the back. And you <laughs> you will have to listen to the archives, Dougie, to hear about that story. I'm looking forward to it. Definitely. Yeah. Everybody says you did a good job in the chat room, which I'm sure you did. I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, I know we need to cover a few things, Doug. Knock it out. Uh, this week, we're not going to change the poll on the blog spot, but starting next Tuesday... We need to know the uh, song choices for, who is it, Wendy and O.C. Sherry and uh, who were the other? Is it Mindy? Mindy, one of them? Mm -hmm, I think so. Okay. And Dan. Uh, And Dan. Yep. We need to know your song choices so we can put you guys up on the poll on the blog. Mm -hmm. We already know Wendy's. Yeah. Was it Sweet? That's correct. She's sweet, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay. All right, and then Friday night, this Friday night, we're going to have a show, and I'm going to flash my little advertisement up for the fourth time, I think, tonight on the camera. Can everybody see that? Sort of. DJ's Halloween Toddcast. 
Trick T R. Trick or treat. T R I. There you go. Mm-hmm. It's got a little picture of a ghost and a pumpkin on there. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. You're not even looking. Whatever. All right. Look, I was looking. Speaking of shows, though, I don't know if you talked about this, but. And we don't know that we're going to do it for sure, but we probably will. And I know we talked earlier about not doing a show on, on uh, election night. But what I think I'm going to try to do is put together uh, a song show. It would be mostly songs, if not all songs, that have some type of political message in them or political connection. For example, example Beloved Infidel would be a good example. So if I can find enough that you know I think have a political slant to them, we'll play them just for fun because it's election night. And speaking of the election, Michelle has a new Myrie out. So if you are an Obama fan, you might want to look at it. If you are not, you probably better not look at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there you go. And then uh, O.C. Sherry wants to know about Jill Sobule. That's the week after. That's supposed to be later on. Or actually not the week after. It's supposed to be... We have Rachel and Danny after the 4th. That would be the 11th. So then the 19th or 18th would be Jill. Jill. And that will be a great show. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Somebody says, cast the first stone, public servant. Yeah, shoot me an email. Hook me up. Tell me what you, what you want to hear. We'll try to find rare bootlegs of them. Um, let's see. Just send it to radio at earthlink.net. Speaking of rare songs, I will have one for you Friday night that I'm going to bet over 80% of you have never heard this song, sung by Todd. 80%? 80%. So check us out. We'll be chatting for about 13 minutes or so, and then we're going to pass the baton to the EJ show. But we'll be updating you on Philadelphia, New Year's Eve. We'll be talking about this song. We'll be just, you know, chilling and illing. Well, yeah, and we'll we'll know more by Friday whether or not we've got the the time and the wherewithal to do the election show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll make it happen. Everybody, keep checking all the regular places. Hang on, let me let me. Let, here's one. Here's an idea. <laughs> Rungrenradio.blogspot.com. All right. So, man, we got, what, like a few seconds left? you want to crank up a song or something? I can, or do you want me you to play to... our show ending? What do you oh, yeah, to... let's hook it up. Everybody got to check this out. We'll catch you on Friday, hopefully. Trick or treat. See you later. See you Friday. Hey. Hi, everybody. This is Todd Rundgren, and you're listening to RundgrenRadio.com. You are the crown of the crown, my friend. Thank you so much for your support. We love you, guys!